Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Contrary to what we might think, saying thank you and having sincere gratitude are not, I repeat, they are not natural to us. In this life, my friends, we are more often than not ungrateful rather than being thankful. Yes, we are more often than not ungrateful, having ingratitude than being thankful. Consider for a moment the world that we live in. We have gravity, for starters, this gravity that holds us in place and keeps us from wandering off of this planet and drifting into space. We have rain that waters our crops, sprinkles down and gives life to crops. We have sun that warms our day and grows our food. We have an ozone layer that filters out harmful radiation. We have plants. We have trees, grass, and shrubs that produce oxygen so that we might breathe. However, Yes, however, how often are we thankful for these things? And there's more. We have peace due to our military and police forces. We have vehicles and planes that allow us to travel across our entire country in an entire day when such travel would take weeks, if not months, before. And if we're too tired to get out of our vehicles, well, we can drive to a building, yell out some commands into a screen, and then six minutes later have food delivered right to us in our cars. And do not forget modern medicine. With a simple pill, our pain can go away almost instantaneously. And small incisions into our body with robots and lasers can fix problems and send us home the very next day when a hundred years ago that same problem would have put us in the grave. However, 
How often do we marvel at these remarkable gifts? How often are we glad or surprised by these amazing gifts for us? Unfortunately, we are more often surprised at the juggler who walks on a rope or the magician who shows a monkey how to tap dance on America's Got Talent than we are with these amazing and marvelous gifts that were just mentioned. In fact, I think we are all guilty of complaining and being ungrateful with these amazing and marvelous gifts given to us in this life. You see, we never have enough rain. It is always too hot or it is too cold. People pollute too much and they recycle too little. The police are either too strict or not strict enough. Airports, oh my goodness, don't get us started with airports. They're too unorganized and they make us miss many flights. And drive throughs well, they take too long. And hospitals, well, they cost too much. And pills, pills, they're a pain to swallow. Unfortunately, we easily forget the blessings that we have experienced in this life. You see, that is the problem with us. When gratitude springs forth, when gratitude comes forth in our lives, it has a way of drying up and drying up quickly. It has been said before, yes, it's been said before that nothing ages more quickly in our lives than gratitude, than thankfulness. You see, dear friends, the human heart, this heart that you have, this heart that I have, this human heart that we have, has this peculiar feature that it forgets the good things that has happened in life. Take, for example, the Israelites. We heard about them earlier. These Israelites who were in the wilderness. The Lord God, he came and he he actually rescued them out of bondage and slavery in that nation of Egypt. And he brought them through that Red Sea into that wilderness and was bringing them to that promised land. He rescued them out of the strong, harsh hand of Pharaoh. However, what happened afterwards? (laughs) Hardly three days into that wilderness... And they were wishing again to be in Egypt. Gratitude turned into grumbling and complaining and a bitter spirit. And they were about to overtake Moses and the leadership. Consider other examples in our life. One drought. Yes, one drought has a way of erasing the gratitude of 13 successful planting seasons. One bad day in the hospital can erase gratitude of hundreds of days of good health. One evil act can chase away all, yes, chase away all memories of gratitude in our heart and our minds of everything that we've received. What a terrible thing our heart is. The heart, it it becomes tired, my friends. This heart that we have becomes tired and it forgets the gifts that we are given. It seems that no matter how God treats us, Our hearts, in the end, result in the same. We forget the gifts given to us, letting our hearts turn to grumbling and complaining and gratitude and unthankfulness. This should not surprise us, though. It should not surprise us for a moment. Consider Jesus. 
He came to mankind to save mankind from sin and death and the devil. He came to save us from the hell that we deserve. He came to give that ultimate gift, which is his body and his blood, sacrificed and crucified on that cross. He came to save the entire world from the hell that it deserves, and he was crucified by his own. How is that for gratitude? How is that for thankfulness? Crucifying the Son of God. See, dear friends, it has also been said before, it has also been said before that ingratitude is the greatest vice for it makes those who ought to be the most grateful into those who are the most ungrateful. One more time. Ingratitude is considered the greatest of all vices for it makes those who ought to be grateful, yes, those who ought to be the most grateful into those who are the most ungrateful. Ingratitude is a shameful, shameful thing to the Lord for ingratitude spits in the face of the Lord and it spits in his face of his gifts. So with that in mind, we better be grateful, right? Is that not what we're talking about? We better be grateful. Pastor is saying we better be grateful. That is to say we better not be thankless, especially since today is Thanksgiving, right? We better offset our thanklessness by doing all sorts of grateful things to show that we are thankful. But didn't we just say earlier that gratitude is not natural with us? So how can we be grateful? How can we be thankful if gratitude is not a part of the fabric of our being? You see, dear friends, the roots of gratitude are not with us. Gratitude, it does not spring forth from our sinful hearts. Gratitude does not start with us. No, gratitude springs forth from the Lord who gives us gifts. It's like this. What is so profound and so mind-blowing that we need to contemplate this morning is that the Lord God gives us good gifts. He gives gifts to ungrateful sinners like you and me. He gives us gifts that we have not earned and do not deserve. Think about it for a moment. Name one reason why the Lord God should have died for you. Name one reason why he should have baptized you, claimed you, and made you his own. There is no reason why he should have done any of that for you and 1,000 reasons why he should not have. And yet, he did this for you and he did it for me. The air that we breathe is pure gift, my friends. The air that we are breathing right now is pure gift. God be praised. The peace that we enjoy in our lives and in our government, the peace that we enjoy in our day-to-day routines are pure gift. God be praised. The food that we eat, the food that we're about to eat, the water that we drink, the homes that we live in, and the health that we have are gift. God be praised. The love that we share and receive from others. The laughter that we hear. The smiles that we give and the smiles that we receive. They are gift, 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 gift. God be praised. And the gift of forgiveness. The gift of forgiveness. The gift of life and salvation. Sheer. 100% gift. And so... As we contemplate the Lord's gifts to and for us, we not only hear that we are forgiven for our ingratitude. Indeed, my friends, you are forgiven of your ingratitude. 
but we are also gifted thankfulness. We are gifted praise. We are gifted joy, and we are gifted delight. And this, my friends, is all that the Lord desires. He desires nothing but thanks and praise. Saying thank you, though, is not giving God anything. We must keep that in mind. You see, faithless Christians always want to give something to God as though God needs their service. But trying to give something to God is not gratitude, and it is certainly not thankfulness. We cannot give God anything, for he already has everything. And besides, all that we have in the first place comes from him. And so we can only stand We can only stand with our hands full of these gifts that we don't deserve and have not earned. We can stand with these gifts, shaking our head with a smile, saying this, Lord God, I do not deserve any of this. Lord God, I am unworthy. I'm especially undeserving of the precious blood and the immeasurable work of Jesus on my behalf. However, I receive these gifts by faith and I am grateful that you would love me, that you would die for me, and that you would give me forgiveness and life and salvation for Christ's sake. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, God, be praised. Indeed, baptized saints, God be praised this Thanksgiving. God be praised for all the gifts that he bestows upon you and me. All. Yes, all is gift in this life. All is gift. God be praised for the gifts that he has bestowed upon us. God be praised for the forgiveness of sins, life everlasting. In the name of Jesus, the one who gifted his life to and for us. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org The Lord bless and keep you.